meet. I'm assuming that really? Josh is the common like denominator here. What well, gave that away? <laughs> really, that's the first question. That's like a whole series. Yeah. <laughs> we can shoot a series on that. Um, <clears throat> literally, I, I met Dwight because, um, what was it, 12 plus years ago? Yep. I had a store. It was all mail order and manufacturing, and I wanted to get to meet people in my community. So I started a retail store. I thought, yeah, we're in the middle of the mountains. Let's have a Japanese retail store because <laughs> we'll get zero customers. <laughs> <clears throat> but I'll get to carry the stuff I like, like Japanese snacks and candies and sodas and maybe meet some people. And a lot of traditional. Yeah, a lot of traditional stuff because that was my shtick. I really enjoyed sharing Japanese culture. So... We kept putting teaser ads in the paper. I'll try to make a long story short. Yep. And um, he was the first one that showed up. And he's like, oh, my God, I lived in Okinawa for five years, and I went to high school there, and I love Japan, too. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. Uh, I, wow. Yeah, I couldn't wait for that store to open. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. So we just, like, hit it off from the very beginning. And I think, fast forward, not even a very, very short time later, like, he was there all the time buying things after work. And... Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? We have customer appreciation day, so I think I think we even had like, we took a limo to like um, what Portland, Maine, or something, and saw a movie and had dinner at a Japanese. No, we went place to Flatbread. We did. Yep. That then was we the went first to the theater customer. Across the street. Yep. Why are you asking me? <laughs> I won't name the movie. What was the movie? What was the movie? <laughs> it wasn't Kickass. That, so yeah, it was. It was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> the first Kickass movie. <laughs> <clears throat> So, yeah, that's how we oh. met, and then I think I tried for a couple of years or more to get him to quit his job and come work with me, because we were just having too much fun. I'm like, four oh years. My. Took him four years to convince me. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah. That is. But <laughs> it was a success. Well, yeah, you know, to make a lifelong friend, it's worth it. So, yeah. That's why we're here now. Yeah. And, uh, okay, well, um, that's that story out of <laughs> in the books. I want Kat's side of the story. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was not part of the um, decade of whatever it is that they were having fun. No, I just lived basically in the same town as uh, Josh and I just knew him as a customer coming to my store for many years. Oh, that's kind of cool. But it all kind of happened like that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that and a few other yeah, unexplainable few weird things. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so through like extraordinary circumstances, we ended up together, and and then I don't know. I always told him like, hey, if we ever get a place, like literally, like, uh, well, actually, I wanted to do something for years. I've been talking about it, and I said, all right, well, if we ever get a place. Your name will be number one on our signature drinks. You'll have the D white, and wouldn't it be cool to do that? And blah blah blah. And you'd always say, "Yeah," but then, you know, it's it's one thing to like say it, but to actually do it. Yeah. So that was going to be my question: was how did the idea of okay, we want to do a coffee shop? Where did that idea start? We'll get into like how this itself, how the poorhouse became a thing, but. How did the idea of, okay, a coffee shop is the thing we want to do together? How did that start? Well, I remember us sitting in the U-Haul and, I, and we said, what do you want to do? And we said, had a coffee company. I said, 
Oh, we always talk about coffee. Why don't we do something that way? Yeah, when I sold the company. That's right. right? Yeah. Because it was, it literally came to a head after 17 years of textile manufacturing where it was like your money or your life. My health was like stress level through the roof, everything. And so I just basically let it go. We packed everything up. We drove all the assets and the equipment, like everything, um, inventory down to this factory where we sold everything, the business. And <clears throat> yeah, we were talking like, what do we do next? I'm like, how about coffee? We love coffee. And we literally, we were there once or twice a day. Every time we traveled, I mean, we just like, it was all about coffee. Sitting and chilling. Yeah. The whole uh, vibe. Like a local shop. It was nice. The poorhouse. The getting to how this, when this materialized, like going from, oh, we're going to go from New Hampshire to, uh, you know, Narragansett, Rhode Island, and we're going to open up a coffee shop, and this is our idea for it. How did that formulate? Uh, I had an agreement with UMass right before the pandemic to open up a... Uh, in, it was a small like pop-up cafe in their center for innovation and entrepreneurship mm -hmm. in Fall River, Mass. So basically, I knew we wouldn't make a ton of money there. We it was definitely um, it wouldn't have enough volume for more than maybe two people working it. Um, and but I liked the idea that it was a great lease. Uh, they were willing to work on a percentage just so we could learn the craft. And it was in a hive of all scientists. So it was this huge, like, building. It was like being almost like, it was super cool. You can't even imagine, like, all these innovative companies. They're growing down the hall, like, one scientist is growing, like, plants that, um, that remove pollution from the ocean. Huh. And one guy is, like, doing, like, solar docks. And another one, they're building, like, uh, helicopter motors in one and I'm like this is the coolest coolest and Celdex is on the second floor where they're curing or finding cures for like rare genetic diseases <laughs> that people don't have like it might be one in like a hundred million or something and they're like okay let's find a way to fix it like <laughs> this one person so um, it was a really cool um, area to uh, like uh, just the facility was amazing mm -hmm. And uh, that group, but it was a it wasn't a winning proposition. Like now, I look back on it, I'm like, oh, cool, I dodged the bullet there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's a state-owned building, and it has all these systems in place, and it would have been too cost prohibitive. Yeah, COVID kind of put the final yeah. stamp on okay, that yeah. location. Yeah. So fast forward a little. Um, we're in the middle of the pandemic last summer. What do we do? Uh, Dwight was still up north working as much as he could during the pandemic and um, Kat was down here and we thought okay well we can't go away anywhere so what do we do all right let's go sailing and she's what are your thoughts on sailing no thank you never again <laughs> there's a school in Jamestown I was always afraid of water like large amounts oh. of water he's like we'll go to sailing school I'm like wait what <laughs> face your fears He's like, come on, it will be fun. We can't go on a cruise, so let's go to sailing school. I'm like, I'm sure cruise and sailing school are two different kind of... <laughs> one, you end up with a certificate at the but, end of this um, one week yeah, saying, yeah. He kind of talked me into it, and then we ended up in sailing school for a week. 
And now, you're certified for what? Do not ask me to try. Are you on a boat? She's certified <laughs> for up to a 55-foot sailing vessel. Sailor. I'm I'm hearing coffee cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Didn't you see a boat so somewhere selling coffee? Yeah, on uh, Block Island. Um, Andiamo. He comes around with That's a boat cool. in the morning. Andiamo. He's like, coffee. <laughs> and we're like, over here, man. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, we're in Heli Hansen in Newport getting some gear, and we saw this empty uh, building, and I said, hey, wouldn't that be a great place to open a cafe? And uh, she surprisingly said, you should call about the space. And so I did. And then who answers? Greg from Lila Delman. Mm -hmm. And he said... You don't want to go there. That's too seasonal. You want to come here, <laughs> where it's also seasonal, but there's enough of a local crowd, I'm sure, like yep. where we can s survive all year long and get a good vibe going and have fun with it. So, um, yeah, we, we rushed out here. I think I waited not even a day, and we came out. We scheduled something to come out and look at it. I mean, the rest is history. I mean, this... Mm -hmm. Looking at it now from here, it's like, yeah, it's cool. It's not a Dunkin' Donuts anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, what up? Then the time they said they were going to sign the lease, I gave my two-week notice up there and worked my last day after that. And then the following day, that night, I packed up whatever I could in the car and his truck. And because wow. he was afraid of me driving, because my exhaustion level was yeah. beyond belief. Yeah, they we, told my yeah. car down too. Wow. He looked like he was near death, like with exhaustion, and I literally, I put his car on a trailer, grabbed everything we could, and just like, that's it. And it was the middle of a pandemic, so we we kind of vowed to, like, we were going to live together, work together, be responsible with it, and uh, just kind of quarantine together, and we weren't even letting people in here for the longest time. Yep. Well, so. you guys know. <laughs> yeah, I remember those days. Yeah, yeah. Window. Then here. I mean, yeah. like, we're committed. We like, we progressed into the building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much. I mean, that's just fully committed. We know what we're getting into. We know it's a lifestyle choice, and it's super not easy during this time. Still isn't. It might all go south, like in the fall. We don't know. Yeah. Every day is a new day. So. Yeah. Um, before, I'm going to give this to you for okay. another question, but just while we're on the topic of the pandemic, how do you think it helped or hurt? you know, what you were trying to do, because in a way it's like, well, instead of having to be like full go right away and people come in with expectations and oh, you're not this yet, you could kind of be like, okay, well, we're working at the door, now we're here, that gave you time to maybe get more things established, or is it, was it all a negative? On one end, you're experiencing this extreme hardship, a pandemic, so it makes these little moments here, yeah, like better, you know? crazy yeah in a way it was helpful so we wouldn't have it's kind of just kind of like jump right in yeah both feet so. you appreciate this more when you get that moment you get the coffee and you're like wow this is like this makes it all worth it i jokingly but not jokingly tell people they're like oh you're open now and blah 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 and mask optional i'm like yeah some things are worth dying for and i'm kind of <laughs> like you know i'm kind of <laughs> serious because we're here and we could easily just stay home, we're fine. You know? yeah. Like, 
we really don't have to be here. We're here because we want to be here. It's not like, oh my God, I need money. We got to get some money. Come on, this is killing us. It's not that at all. It's like, this is a lifestyle choice. We want to make coffee. We love coffee. Uh, but it's so much more than coffee. Yeah. It's just literally, it's it's a vehicle to connect with people. So. Well, I... <laughs> yeah. So I guess my next question is what makes you different? And I think that is kind of what you're going for, right? Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely what we're going for. I remember Josh saying about coffee was he just wanted to serve a good cup of coffee that people can enjoy and also for people to slow down the way it was back in the day where you can actually sit down, have a conversation, and not just be like, here's just number 35 and out the door you go. You know, we're trying to establish a different kind of a business model of a, what people think coffee shop is. We really appreciate, like, you guys. I'm like, it, it's great. Who knew that, you know, we will meet so many great people. And we really appreciate every time you come in, whether we're, in a, you know, in a rush or not in a rush. <laughs> but it's always nice to see you. Yeah. So definitely, like I said, every time I hear Mary laugh, I'm stressed out in the kitchen in the max, and I'm just like, oh my god, I wish I could have the laughter here all day with me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, really it's just the moments, the little things that kind of kind of make it better, and the coffee is just the catalyst for it all. That's it. It's funny because you. It's funny how we say like, you're talking about being a number, and that's the one thing we try to avoid. But on the other hand, like from an efficiency perspective, the number system works really well. Yes. Yep. <laughs> how many, you know, you have how many own. mics in the yeah. building at one time? But, but many times I'll say 35, the uh, maple latte, and he'll come up and grab the latte, and I'll say, but you're more than a number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just funny. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Coffee's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> the coffee's pretty good. Yeah. Well, no, and I, I just want to say how much I appreciate that that is what you guys are doing here. It, it's really not, um, we're not anonymous. It kind of feels nice to come in and looking forward to seeing you guys and chatting and catching mm-hmm. up. And I think it's really going to take off where there's just people who come in and they hang out. I mean, there's always people sitting in here in the morning and you have a steady flow of people, but you know people's orders and stuff. And I like that. (laughs) Getting there. We like that too, though. I need one of those memory games to keep working on that. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's... I get a a kick out of seeing the regulars keep coming in. It starts like... It seems like a family member keep coming in mm-hmm. to say hi. Yeah, we yeah, definitely. I really like it. Yeah, <laughs> we be, we're be, we are the third place for mm-hmm. people now. Not home, not work, but the third place. Every day is a learning experience. It's not just you know, you can't really kind of sum it up because it's still ongoing. But it's. I can sum it up. You can sum it up? We started this from the ground up with zero food experience, zero contracting experience. People came in and they were like, I'm like, okay, um, well, we need some plumbing things and these appliances need to be hooked up. Okay, I'll give you an estimate. Never comes back. Another guy, I'll epoxy the wall and change the color of the tile for you. Never came back. 
everything we did, we did ourselves. The, we've done the mural here. All this trim came off. Everything was restained. Um, painted, painted everything. We put up all the cosmetics, did all the plumbing, and uh, under supervision, of course, the, the gentleman that you saw earlier is a commercial plumber, and his brother owns the laundromat next door. Oh. And so he's cool. Uh, uh, the owner of the spa next door, her husband is a contractor, so he oversaw things like putting up, installing the signs and things. But we were up on the roof. Yep. We, we did everything, literally, because there was a lack of professionals during the pandemic. And then when the inspector came through to inspect everything to make sure that we did everything right, luckily we did. <laughs> yeah. We put a lot into that, and so like we learned everything. We learned how to put together a cafe. Uh, we didn't put up that glass, though. The glass company came to do that. But And then we learned everything about food service. We had to analyze every movement that we'd make and then make adjustments as we went. That kitchen, every part of everything in here evolved. And like I said, zero experience. We've learned so much. I have no experience at a register. <laughs> well, I did like when I was back in like the late 90s because I worked at 7-Eleven, but that was like... Different kind of register. Year, different kind of register, yeah. We got a POS. I never, the only thing I ever used a POS for was clocking in, <laughs> clocking out. But yeah. And, um, dealing with people. Yeah. I always had jobs where I didn't have to interact much. Interact much, yeah. <laughs> and now you're the first person that everybody interacts with when they come <laughs> in. <laughs> yep. I don't know why I took on that register. I really wanted to. I can't imagine taking up on the kitchen with those giant knives, really, so I guess register no. was the less of an evil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I chopped my hand off her finger. Finger sandwiches. Legitimately. No. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's funny you mention about, like, oh, the plumber is, like, the brother of somebody who works. You talk about, like, the family, like, like Dwight, you said, the people coming in becoming like family. Then there's also the family that's like the other businesses in like the community, like mm -hmm. right here in the pier. Yeah, yeah. His in-laws live two houses down from us. I never knew that. He drove by the house and said, I saw your truck the other night, and what's in that trailer you got there? And I'm like, oh, my antique car and stuff. And he's like, oh, oh, that's cool. I'll have to stop by one night. I'm like, come on. Wednesday's Prince Spaghetti night. <laughs> <laughs> Extra meatballs, sure. You've got, I think you said it's a coffee siphon. Is that kind of where the seed of the coffee shop idea? Well, when I was in college in the late 90s, because, yeah, I think I graduated high school in 92, something like that. But in, uh, like, 96, 97, I started learning pour-overs from my Japanese friends, like the students, because I always hung out with like the international students. I always had a weird obsession with Japan. Um, in 99, I thought, I graduated college in 99 with my undergrad, and I thought, all right, I'm gonna go to Japan for the first time alone and uh, you know, meet some friends and see my college friends and all that. And when I was over there, I bought that Hario coffee segment because I thought, this is like the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yep. And. Yeah, I've been holding on to it ever since. I'm like, when I get a coffee shop one day, I'm going to use that in the shop. But looking into it, I've just had this whole journey in coffee when I first opened. Like, I went to coffee school in 2018. And just so I have a lot of uh, book smarts when it comes to coffee. I understand the science. I'm always studying it, like, every night practically. And 
but with I just recently learned studying the siphon even more that there there's an American and a Japanese way to use it hmm. and uh, it doesn't look like I'll be learning the Japanese way anytime soon it's super complex as usual <laughs> they're just uh, but yeah that's that's been my whole thing I've held on to that forever for like over 20 years just thinking like one day maybe yep. and uh, here we are and it's sitting next to the Senka. Oh yes, <laughs> which is a it's a running joke, a joke to see who notices it. If my I'm grandmother still were for here, it. yeah, I think one person noticed it so far. Oh, my grandmother would have loved a cup of Sanka. Why are you doing this? I think you guys have kind of covered that, but we get that a lot, and some people say it in a horrified manner, like, "Why are you doing this?" <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, for each of you, like. Why are you doing it? I'm guessing each. Yes, you can go see. ahead, spokesperson. No, I'm. I mean, why not? <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> why not? Well, <laughs> Josh's I mean, main thing always was um, that he will try it. He will try to have fun with it, and the moment it stops being fun, just call it and move on to something else. So he really enjoys the coffee and enjoys meeting people, especially. But that being and said, yeah, my last try was 17 years long. Yes. <laughs> so. So you never know. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. You just, if you have an interest in something, why not? I mean, explore it, and if it works, and it, you never know where things will take you. There are crossroads at every moment of of your life and so and things can change like drastically one way or another so you owe it to yourself to just get out there and see what happens yeah right man yeah <laughs> the guy who could stay at the same position for the rest of his life and yeah come to a quiet conclusion at the end and say like it was all fun <laughs> <laughs> like really yeah same cave <laughs> 70, 80 years. I like that, though. Yeah. That's a good reason. Why not? Why not? I don't... I always like the vibe. Yeah. A nice, comfy vibe. Yeah, I mean, look at this little area. This is cool. I said, you know, we, I mean, did you, could you envision, like, okay, when we're laying this out, this will be where we'll be sitting down to do, like, a feature interview. Yes, I can see that. <laughs> we're trying to make this cozy. Like, we tried blocking that off. We were going to put, a like, a floor lamp or anything just to make this, like, a really cool, like, hideout. Yeah. I love the mural, and I love that the plants, like, almost <laughs> match perfectly. <Right>? Yeah. <laughs> Like you just took the leaves and put them up there. Yeah, you brought it to life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we well, put that up in three pieces. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> so it makes it's me think, <laughs> you know, well, one, you said it'd be great, you know, hey, your last, we'll see how it goes, last in 17 years. In 25 years, we can do the, did you ever think you'd be at the poorhouse for 25 <laughs> yeah. years? Great. Interview right here. Um, and we'll, we'll laugh about this moment, but... In talking about kind of like the evolution of things, like you said, like, oh, you know, we were thinking about doing this here. We still want to do this. What's next? I mean, you guys have already, you're evolving constantly, day to day, week to week. But if you wanted to plug, like, hey, this is our, our continuing vision. This is what's coming up. What could, what could you tease without giving too much away? 
uh, as far as what's next? I would like a vending truck. Just for like cold brews and iced coffees and stuff like that for the beach area. Oh, yeah, taking advantage like the food food trucks at the beach. Right, mm-hmm. but not Morning so much carrying evening. food or anything, but more like just coffee. Yeah, I mean nuts and stuff. Kind of interested in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mind's been thinking about it for a week now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get him an antique airstream. Here you go. Yeah. Have <laughs> fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And especially something antique. Yeah. Definitely something antique. It would be a lot of fun to be in. As far as the drinks, they're always evolving. Yep. Yeah. Like constantly <laughs> we have to be on the cutting edge and thinking seasonally and that's the fun though. People come in and give us crazy suggestions all the time. And <laughs> especially people named Andrew. Not pointing anything at us. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, can you make? Sure, whatever it is, you whatever you want to try, we'll do it. I mean, it's, it's kind of fun trying to do different things that are. It is fun. Like, even today we had. We definitely the great appreciate white the creative approach. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. We had a kid come in. We ordered a great white and wanted a double shot in it. And he said it was even better, the greatest white. Yeah, <laughs> and you guys, and I think uh, that's something that makes you guys unique too, and, and different is that you appreciate that. You know, somebody doesn't walk in and say, "Hey, can I have? Uh, could you do this and this?" And some people might say, "Like, guy, the menu's the menu. If I could do it, it'd be up there." <laughs> now, I'm sure there's instances where people could go overboard with that sort of thing, but you guys appreciate, like, oh, you know, I hadn't thought of. You know, would that be any good? Let's try it out. Like, right. Well, that speaks yeah. to that vibe you're talking. And there's about. some things we tried out which we know didn't work out well. You know, we oh, like, like the, the ice, the, the, the ice, the ice cold latte. Didn't. Work. <laughs> we knew that wasn't going to end well. Work well. But, <laughs> you know. And I've also been in here and heard you interact with customers and really help figure out what it is they want when they're not sure or <laughs> when they say they want something, <laughs> and you kind of know that what they're asking for isn't what they're looking for. Um, and I really like that, but also getting back to like the science you're talking about, Josh, like I love looking, I love that the glass is there so we can like see what's going on behind the scenes because it's so fascinating. It's like you're doing science experiments. Oh yeah. Everything's going on a scale. Yeah, we have (laughs) exact targets to hit and if they don't come out right, then the shot isn't gonna be as good as it could be and but and on that note I was we had our coffee scientists in from Japan um, yesterday um, it's it's funny because I tell this story all the time like uh, uh, I'll just keep it brief but I do the same thing like oh man it's okay yeah if we give you too much content that's better than not enough oh exactly. you can edit it down but the joys of editing in my previous life I was the head of the company so I was used to going right to the top if I want something so but uh, Kat worked in retail she managed the high-end retail store for many years and so she's used to the chain of command talk to the manager then go to what a DM or some other blah 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 and so we wanted to get this coffee that's Japanese the espresso uh, locally, we work with a, a local roaster for our other coffees, 
but the espresso specifically I want it from Japan uh, these guys that I know I've known them for many years because we used to do a lot of work with like Japan Society Boston and all that and their cafes right around the corner and we can officially say that it's Ogawa coffee as of today wow yeah 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 but um, when we were reaching out to them I didn't I was I was mentioning that and Kat was saying no you have to talk to someone at the shop or the manager or whatever I'm like no I contacted Japan like as high as I could get I'm like um, we want your coffee we've been to and I dropped some names from my past life and people I knew in the Japanese community and lo and behold they had the head of the export division contact me the next like day or two later uh, he kind of vetted me to make sure that I knew what I was talking about and um, at that point I kind of passed the test <laughs> sent him some coffee he was sending me some things and next thing you know the president of Ogawa Coffee North America is coming here <laughs> and she's saying what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> but you can't get anywhere by doing the chain of command. No. Through the big Japanese. Company. I mean, that's how they like it, but you'll never get anywhere. So, um, so yeah, he brought the chief. What the finance? Is she the financial officer? I'm not sure. Sure. Yes, I'm not sure. And uh, the, their lead barista, and they they agreed. They said, oh, okay, we were on the phone with uh, Japan, and they've agreed that we can try, you can try our espresso on a trial basis. We'll come down and support you. We'll dial it in with you as long as it takes, and uh, there you go. And you'll, you can start to serve our coffee, but you're not allowed to say it, who it's from. Okay, and so we did. And... Um, I mean, they only have one coffee shop in the America, right? Yeah, just in, in Boston. Boston. Just in Boston. Yeah. One shop. Wow. That's it. And so... Um, so unless you go to Boston, you can't get this espresso? Right. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really delicious. So you're know. either going to Boston or you're coming here. I like right. that. Exactly. <laughs> well, they flew in recently and uh, because they said we want to come back and essentially see what we've been doing to their coffee <laughs> I'm like oh no because I always tend to dial it darker and stronger yep and because uh, I like to actually they they're they dial it so light and citrusy and delicate delicately and they put these little delicate syrups if anything in there so like a little tiny bit of maple with smoked salt <laughs> like smoked sea salt and it's really nice and here's me, just like, here we go, make it as dark as possible. <laughs> Yum. But it's still smooth and balanced. And they came in and they actually, um, they saw what we were doing and they made it even darker. And they're like, okay. And actually it was funny, they just came in by storm yesterday um, on our day off. Redialed everything and uh, they, they had like, they were just doing everything. They even brought decaf. They were using a, a refractometer and uh, timing, weighing everything. They reweighed. We had all three types of basket sizes and different baskets, like precision made, and and they determined the right baskets and the right sizes and doses for everything. And he gave me a spreadsheet by the time he was done. He's like, "Okay, this is what you're going to do." Okay, and I had to recalibrate everything on the machine, and so now we're doing proper americanos and with the new settings and like exactly 
as much water as it's intended. So it's the perfect concentration. Just ridiculous. That's so cool. So yeah, that's what we're doing now. So it, it <laughs> is an exact science and I make, unfortunately, like I apologize sometimes to people because it takes me like three shots to get the right shot, like the perfect shot. I'm like, sorry, that didn't come out right. Like you can go to like, I won't drop any names. But you could go places and they're not going to care if they came out, right? It's like, yeah. oh, here's your coffee. But like, that's not what you're going for. Well, even the large chains have like a 2% failure rate or a bad drink rate or whatnot. And they just accept it. They'll hand out a free card like, here you go. Like, oh, sorry, we'll get it right next time. But they're not handcrafted. They're well, always like the push The red coffee is not just coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so much more that goes with it. Like the experience of coffee. Like you're paying for so much more. Yeah. If, if, I, if you're open to it. Yeah, well, I mean, I <laughs> I think about, like, I come in here, I don't want to just, like, get my coffee and leave. I want to come in and chit-chat and mm-hmm. talk about whether it's coffee or something else. I or, mean, it's cute or, just to see a watch eating them donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, I just peek through, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> He's got his donuts. Uh, like maple yeah. bacon. <laughs> and obviously there's days, you know, I would come here in here every single day and do that. There's days like Saturday, Sunday, it's a complete, it's mayhem. Yep. And it's like, you know, I know you would probably love to chit-chat, but that's going to back up the line. So yeah. I'm going to remove myself from the chit-chat function here. <laughs> And that'll it's help a bummer that it along. happens that way. You know, it could be like a nice steady stream, but it, it's like comes in waves, huge waves. It's yeah. a horde. But, but <laughs> we look at it and we're like, "This is awesome!" Like, yeah. would it be great if, like, every time we came in here, there was nobody in here? It was our own little private yeah. coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. But we've loved seeing that. Like, we come in here and if there's a line out the door. It's like, "All right, we're gonna wait," but like, this is awesome because we want yeah. other people. That's why we even started. This whole thing is being born for us out of wanting to share our experiences with others. Mm-hmm. Noun Hunters is so that we can say, hey, these are these awesome people doing awesome things that we find awesome. We want you to know that's what's going on and to go do it too. Yeah. So when we come in here and it's crowded, it's like equal parts like, oh, you know, maybe we won't get to like really hang out with these guys today. <laughs> but like, it's great that their business is doing well. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of bittersweet, you know, yeah. like. Yeah. It's like we, we want to have the business. Of course, this is the same business. I was like, but we I'm also sorry. just be <laughs> like, hi. You see hi. me stressed. <laughs> yeah. And we look at it like the best thing we can do right now is to get in, order what we want, maybe not order something crazy complicated, and get out. <laughs> yeah, but when you get the center table there or something, and you're eating the donut, I'm like, yeah. even if I have like 30 drinks um, lined right. up. It's so cool. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the there's Andrew enjoying his donut. That's like the coolest that's thing. That's the thing. Us. Like, we don't mind going the extra mile, you know. It's comfortable when, in here. You know, even if it's busy, yep. even if it's crazy still, like, you can get the sandwich or the acai bowl, yeah. even though Dwight doesn't have the time to make it. We'll still yeah. make it. <laughs> right. Like I told you the other day, just give me, let me get through some of the wine here. Yep. Oh, oh yeah, I said cats backed up in the we kitchen don't, at the moment. We yeah. don't. Yeah. We're, we're Be patient. <laughs> but we also understand that we're getting quality here. It's it's gonna take more than two seconds. And we know that you guys are patient anyhow. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool, so yeah. we don't mind going the extra I won't mile. be banging on the door two minutes yeah. after I place an order. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you mean two seconds. I mean, that, that the, the order didn't even fire yet. <laughs> and they're saying, where's I mean, my coffee? Where's like, my coffee? Like, what? What order? <laughs> and then it prints out. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, now what? Um, <laughs> so this is going to be kind of a fun one. I know you've run Yeah, no. Um, so I think I kind of know for Josh's answer, because I think it's the same <laughs> as my favorite drink that I get here. But I'm curious, what's the go-to drink for everybody? Or go-to order? If you come in and you're treating yourself. Do you want to hear from me? Yes. Yeah. Okay, other than the D-White, Razzle. Because that was my other favorite drink, so I definitely wanted to make that sure that was up there. I like More white sugar, chocolate. the better. I yeah. love white chocolate. The white chocolate raspberry, it, it like mimics white chocolate cheesecake with a raspberry drizzle. Yeah. It's now like you saying it, I haven't had that in a while. Dessert in a cup. <laughs> and I'm just thinking yeah. about because I like white chocolate. With the you cold fine, yeah. I don't do it. I've always chocolate. liked white chocolate since I was a kid. I don't know why. Yeah. And, um,. And uh, the Pepmo, the peppermint mocha, that was the first flavored latte I've ever had. So I mentioned, like, we should always have that on the menu, peppermint mocha, because that's what introduced me to flavored lattes. Because mm. it was always just either a latte or a cappuccino, but I never had flavored latte until I tried that one. What is my special drink that barista makes me every day? Your special I'm a particular drink. One. I don't. That's true. We should be quizzing really, him. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I don't really like oversweet drinks, and I don't like too much milk. So Josh is making me a special drink every morning. So I take an eight-ounce uh, double-walled glass and fill it full of ice to the top, and pull a shot into it with some almond milk and. Uh, about 0 0.30 ounces of That's signature amazing. vanilla. So, so it's kind of like what iced? Like an iced cortado, vanilla cortado. If you wanted to put a name on it. I would call it that. We'll so, come up with a nickname for it. So that, the is, cat. My, uh, that, is, <laughs> that is my summer drink right now because I typically don't drink iced drinks, but when he made me that one, I'm like, Okay, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> so something, potentially something new for the menu. Cat yeah. signature. The cat. I'd rather, to be honest, I'd rather just have everyone come in and kind of dis have a discussion with them about what their ideal drink would be or what they usually and drink. Figure out what they and then like make suggestions from there. I do like that. That's the way to go. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's very... Um, Time consuming, but I think if it's everybody worth understood it. that coming in. They wait. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, th on our logo, you can see the cup that's upside down, and we also wanted it to kind of mean like empty your cup. So your mind is the cup. So when you come in here, you got to empty your cup, and you'll get it. What we're trying to do here. But if you're not, so many people are not ready or they just blow through here or they try to mold us into whatever coffee shop they go to mm -hmm. and it's not going to happen if you're not open to the experience here you're never ever going to even come close to getting it and that's fine too i mean maybe you'll never be ready and we accept that but things would be so much better if you would just like try one just try it once just like empty your cup come in and have a conversation make a connection and let's do this 
I mean, try yes, it before we, you put sugar and cream. We, we <laughs> want you to. Uh, we want to get your order out in a timely manner, of course. But with that being said, we also want you to understand that this is not a fast chain yep. place. So just this is know, a it's an order. Yep. It's an experience, though, if you're open to it. That's the thing. If not, if you're just like, I want a cup of coffee. Here's your coffee, like. But if you'd like to discuss it and go yeah. further, we're always willing to go further. My cup is always empty. No, oh, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> but brimming with suggestions. Yes. <laughs> no, but I can't count the number of times I've come in here and just heard you have conversations with people who are so passionate about coffee. And it's so cool yeah. to see that happening. Um, because you don't find that at chain. They don't really discuss that so it's kind of cool to see like I don't know I'm not a science person but I find it fascinating that there's like all that like science and well the chains are mostly designed to be a money machine yeah and I don't know I think if you do what you love and you do it well money is a pleasant byproduct and that's why like if I'm getting into the coffee science that's why you're actually the treasurer because I wanted to remove myself completely. In my past business, I did everything. I even handled the finances and I had accountants and things to work with, but I was heavily involved in it. And I just literally, I don't, I don't even, yeah, I don't even know anything. I just, if I want something, I just ask her, I'm like, hey, do we have any money to do something or can we get dinner tonight? Like, I literally, this is the first time in my life when money is not even in my life like I just let someone else handle it because all I want to do is come in learn the science enjoy like what we're trying to create here and that's it and not think about anything else and as long as we're like covering the overhead and continuing the business then that's great like I don't have to worry about that because you you can only you only have so many thoughts a day or you can only do so much with your brain yeah. thought. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anything else you guys or what were we going to say? Josh didn't say his drink. Oh, oh, true. Oh my gosh. Mary only said that she I'm pretty knows. Sure I, know I mean, it depends. I mean, really? my, my go-to favorite latte is the maple latte, without a doubt. Mostly hot, though. Not iced. Okay. Which is fine. Um, but in the summer, sometimes iced. But, uh, of course, I drink a ton of espresso shots. <laughs> because I have to like <laughs> dial it in, constantly check it throughout the day, at least once an hour, sometimes more. Oh, wow. I'll try not. I'll just sip, stir and sip. Um, but the cortado is really special. That's really nice. Lately, you got into your favorite afternoon snack of an iced coffee. Well, yeah, the iced coffee. I've never been an iced coffee person till, and we literally knew nothing about the iced coffee or cold brew. And the one thing I said, no matter what we do, try and make it better. Every time. Better than the last. And the, the iced coffee's evolved into something like I never imagined. I love it. Yeah. I know, never loved it before. The cold brew, it's so chocolatey. People are asking, like, hey, is there chocolate in this? How do you get a chocolate? Blah, blah, chocolate. I'm like, it's just beans. It's how we <laughs> brew it. Yeah. Well, I got to see that process. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Setting up the, the cold brew, which was fascinating to me. It I've looks so it's, simple. It's a I've never done it at home, like yeah. in a little tiny thing. Seeing it on that scale was, was really cool. And today, 
I had one, it sat for a little while, and I went back to it, and I thought I was drinking chocolate. Yep. Yeah. Which it, was amazing. It'll change like, over time because we store it in nitrogen. So once you expose it to the air, it changes, and you'll see it change. So cool. Leave it in the fridge for two days and try it. It's like, it's interesting how it, we've done that uh, even longer for research purposes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. but, uh, Here, Dwight, yeah, no. try this. We've done everything. I'll try like, it. <laughs> you can't imagine. We've torture tested everything we make, and like, how far can we push this before we make ourselves sick or something? And we're like, okay. And it's been it's been amazing like we to think of what we've done we have only what next week will be six months for us so we've only been practically doing it for six months we have been tweaking and fine-tuning all the recipes since then we knew nothing literally about coffee um like in terms of iced coffee cold brew things like that batch brew we we just fine-tuned it all over the last six months and it's just it gets better all the time and people i've never i've never heard anything like everyone's like really loving it one late one older lady called me today and she said oh you made a mocha for me earlier and i just want to let you know it's the best coffee i've ever had i'm like what (laughs) that's pretty cool yeah like wow this happens all the time people that other guy uh tom came in and he said can you make me a pour over we figured out that was his go-to, and we made a uh, Columbia single-origin pour-over. And he said, and he kept coming back saying, this is the best coffee I ever had. And he brought his car club here, and they all got pour-overs, and we got inundated with pour-overs. I'm like, I can't do 50 pour-overs. I got <laughs> I can't even do two at a time yet. <laughs> like, not that good. And uh, it turns out that, yeah, well, even with that, yeah, we're hitting exact targets as we're doing it. Uh, 15 and a half to one ratio three minutes and by two minutes we have to be at a certain point and then it's just it's ridiculous at a certain weight so it teaches you patience (laughs) but now i'm doing a whole lineup of them and someone came in the other day and said they make machines for this you know you can spend five thousand eight thousand you can do five pour overs at once or six i'm like yeah but that's a machine that's not me that's a mr coffee yep (laughs) Like, this is, like, there's no substitution for, like, a handcrafted drink. Yeah. And when they say it's the best coffee I've ever had, you're like, whoa, we must be doing something right. I say, to this point, you know, I'm sure moments like that, what's been the most, like, rewarding moment where you stop and say, like, yeah, that, that's why. That's why I'm doing this. That's the look on people's part. faces when they get it, when they get the perfect drink, you're like, whoa. The smile on their face is really rewarding. Mm-hmm. Me. If they've never been here before and they take that first sip, they're like, oh man. Yeah, but even if they've been but, here before, look before, at Andrew yeah. here. <laughs> He's talking like, about the first Can you time make the smoothie for me? And his face lights up, and you're like, Yeah. This is why I come in every day. <laughs> I know, you can come in every day, and every day if you try something new, we'll still be looking at you like, so? <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're always, always curious. And he came back the next day, so yes. just, you know, that sandwich was you Especially the, with you, our regulars. Yeah. You, you were the first grade white. And first to be oh, honest, I never like, remember yeah. that. You're like, so this says it will uh, change my mind about coffee or yeah. how I feel. No, it was like a way. snowstorm outside. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it was a snowy drink. day. Yes. Ice soda drink? And Josh is like, all right, let's do this. 
Yes. <laughs> but the last time I made it was in 2018 in coffee school, <laughs> and I put it on the menu not thinking anyone would be ordering it in the middle of winter, in the middle of a pandemic, at a walk-up window where it's freezing, blowing cold off the ocean, <laughs> and you're like, let me have a great white. And then you were oh, so and excited. I, and I got re- like really Raised at the risk, like, oh no. <laughs> He's like, we have a great white here, and I'm like, I, I've never made it. It's been three years. Um, and it was okay. just so funny. You actually posted it on Instagram. I showed it to George. I'm like, look, the guy that ordered the great white, he actually liked it. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't just saying that. <laughs> that. He's a crazy man getting an ice cream drink in a blizzard. In January. Walking the beach. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, I was literally, people come up in the dead of winter with, like, a huge, a heavy wind chill, and they're like, and they're ordering ice drinks, and I'm, and I'm in here freezing, drinking hot drinks with extra layers on, saying, wait, what are they, crazy? I just yeah. came from the mountains, and I'm freezing. Yeah, that's what we yeah. learned, that people here in the area really like their ice drinks, even in the wintertime. But once you get into it, you're like, yeah, I get it. What do you want to say to 25 years from now, you guys, when we're doing this episode again? Uh, oh, my God. My walker now has a cup holder. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean, if if I'm still doing it and I still and feel the same way that I feel now, then yeah, we made the right decision. What? What would you say? She's saying I'm not even going to be here in 25 years. (laughs) I'm trying to. I'm going to calculate how old I'm going to be in 25 years. Yeah. We're not here to do math, so we don't get to do that. No, you're fine. 71? You're fine. <laughs> His walker will have a cup holder. <laughs> and a D-White in it. <laughs> and flashing LED light, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> awesome. Why not? Why not? Hey, I mean, both, I mean, I want to thank you guys. I mean, yeah. one, like I said, for me, for Bowlers, was like, oh, cool, a new coffee shop, like, in the pillars would be fun. And then we started our project, and now, kind of having and sharing the same vision, we appreciate you guys. And then also appreciate you guys taking this time right now. To, right back to at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we love that you guys are so adventurous and down uh, hunters. What a great concept. I mean, yeah. you just do what you love and go to the best of the best. The poorhouse is located in the heart of the Narragansett Pier, just a short walk from the towers or the town beach. Follow them on Instagram at the underscore poorhouse RI for frequent updates and specials. Come for the coffee, stay for the experience.